Well, good evening, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch. I'm Pastor Chris, and it is a blessing and joy to be gathered with you. We begin this new week together after journeying through the weekend in which we witnessed a lot happening in our world, specifically uh, down in the south where Hurricane Ida struck land. And I want to encourage you, friends, to be in prayer for our brothers and sisters in the south, especially in Louisiana, the New Orleans area, where the hurricane struck with great force. It's kind of ironic, isn't it, that that it happened on the same day that Hurricane Katrina, which which for a lot of us is still burned in our memories of seeing the, the streets of New Orleans flooded and people sitting on their roofs as they search for rescues. And here's a hurricane even stronger than that hurricane striking that area. And millions are without power. Millions are in desperate need of, of our prayers. And so brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to be in prayer for them. And, and, and we just hope that the protection that has been given to them continues and that many are saved in these days ahead. You know, as we begin this week and this journey together, I wanted to continue our conversation around this spiritual slump that we all find ourselves into from time to time. You know, it's it's without question that we end up in a plateau where, where as I mentioned last week, it's, it's not a sense that we are uh, completely away from Christ but that our relationship with Christ is just stagnant. It's just blah, if you will. And so I wanna continue that conversation this week, especially here tonight where we where we touch on what I continued on from Friday is that, that we all face a level of grace that God gives to us. And it is in that grace that a transition happens. It is in that grace that we go from a sense of blindness to a sense of sight. And so I'm so excited that you're here with me tonight and I look forward to our conversations as we continue here on the front porch. again thank you for joining with me here tonight and and what a what a what a joy it is to to gather with you every day every week as we as we grow in this this relationship with Jesus as i mentioned you know we find ourselves at a at a place where there is without a doubt without a question where that spiritual slump if you will is is really impacting us every day and it's this transition that happens it is this grace from God that for some of us is, is life-altering. It is life-changing. It is the first time maybe in our entire lives we've understood what it means to be loved by God, unconditionally, unmerited. And for others it, it is, and I suspect for a lot of us it's this way, we go through life and we have these moments in which God uh, demonstrates his grace to us. And in that moment, 
we become on fire for Jesus once again. It's like that moment we accepted Christ in our hearts and we're just uh, just pushed to to explode for Jesus once again, right? And for some of us, we really struggle. We really struggle to see that. Uh, we go through lulls that are that are beyond just a moment, but but really an extended period of time. And and, and as I mentioned Friday, you know, God's grace is a disruptive power in our lives. It, it is that moment that God shows up, and if we're if we're open to it, if we're willing to see it, it really just impacts us. One of the one of the stories in Scripture that really I think demonstrates God's disruptive grace is to remove the blindness from from our lives, to remove that, uh, if you will, to blind us to the negativity, to the to the hatred, to the to the opposition, to the plateau of our relationship with Christ, to the well, I'm just going to go through the motions. It's that grace which looks to blind us. And a, and a story I want to share with you out of Scripture comes from the Book of Acts. It is a uh, it is a testimony. It is a reminder of what God can do for us. You may know the story of Saul and his journey into really into Christianity, to following Christ. Uh, Saul was without a without question a persecutor of the uh, of the uh, Israelites. He he was going around and, and ensuring that anyone who followed Jesus, these are the new Jewish Christians, well that they would be would be put to death, just to put it bluntly. He would go to the synagogues and ask, who are these ones that are now following Jesus that have left? And he would go after them. And one of the journeys, and this comes from the ninth chapter of the book of Acts, Saul will be uh, hit with God's grace. And I want to share a, a passage, because this is at the end of him being impacted by the grace of God. He'll be interacted with a man named Aeneas, who will come to him. And we, we hear that in this verse, he says, uh, verse 17, So Aeneas went and entered the house. He laid hands on Saul and said, Brother, Saul, the Lord of Jesus, who appeared to you on your way here, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that a, a, an amazing testimony of what it means to follow Christ? To be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be set on fire, if you will. John Wesley experienced this, and it propelled him into a new direction in life. And we read this often about folks who encounter Christ. They just, they have this fire in their belly. Their hearts are ablaze for Jesus. And all of us want to have that. All of us want to experience that. We want to have this, this sense of oh, awness. And we wonder, will we ever experience? Well, I'm going to tell you, sometimes we have to be blinded to the life we're leaving so that we can enter the life to live, which is with Christ. Even when we think to ourselves, I've accepted Jesus. I mean, think about Saul. He's out persecuting the, these new followers of Jesus. These, in a lot of cases, they are Jewish Christians. There's Gentiles, yes, but there's Jewish people who have left the Jewish faith and Saul's going after them. And so Jesus meets him on the road to Damascus and blinds him, physically blinds him, knocks him to the ground, blinds him with mud, and, 
And it takes Annius to come, another follower of Christ, to come and set him free. It is the grace of God that can open our eyes to the power of what is possible. And you think about what Paul will become. He ends up becoming one of the most transformative individuals in human history. Why? Because of the grace of God that was in his life, that, that stayed in his life, that he understood was a part of his life. He would go from being the persecutor to being the persecuted. All because of the love of God. All because of God's love for him. And the same happens for us. The same happens in our lives. The challenge is to recognize when that is. Because a lot, a lot of us, and I suspect most of, not all of us, we don't become blinded like Saul did. God's a little more subtle with us. Some of us do experience that. And praise Jesus for that when that happens. Woo, we're set on a new path that is just amazing, isn't it? But for a lot of us, we don't have that same experience. It's very subtle. And, and we're very slow to understand that. We're very slow to recognize that. So how do we, how do we overcome that? How do we, how do we recognize that? I think the first is that we, we have to realize that there is something happening around us every day. There is a, a, a sense of wonder. There's a sense of a mystery is the real word, I guess I was kind of thinking about there. Because it is this mystery that we may not fully understand, but it is happening in our lives. It is happening every day. But then the question becomes, and I hear this from time to time, how do I recognize the mystery? Well, it, it starts with prayer, I think. It starts with, with setting ourselves aside from what we are going through in life and realizing that, that God is, and without a doubt, touching us, speaking to us, that none of us are immune to that. Because if we think we're immune to it, I'm going to tell you, friends, that, that in truth, that in truth, we're kidding ourselves. We're truly kidding ourselves because it is... It is without question God's ability to speak to all of us. Just, do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear it? And it's not even a question of, of circumstances in life. It's not a question of moments or, or age. I mean, some of us might think, well, I'm past the point when God can speak to me, that God can transform our lives. It, it, it's not a sense that, that God won't speak to us even in old age or young age. To put us on a path of fire with God. It, it is uh, a sense of awe. That no matter where we are at in our, in our own lives. That God will and does just nail us right here in the chest. Um, I think of uh, many stories. And one comes to mind, I guess... For myself, um, when, when this really became, I guess, profound in my life, I, I was, I was traveling a lot, and and I was uh, going all over the world, 
and one of those one of those journeys i i ended up uh in an airport in singapore to be precise and her flight got delayed by not just a few hours but but my many hours i think it was almost a full day and luckily by this point i was blessed to be able to uh, find some refuge in, in one of the oh shoot whatever you call them uh, lounges for the airlines and we're sitting there me and the colleague of mine and we're just talking about life and such and this person who was sitting i think she was sitting catty corner to us uh, interrupted us and asked us both if you know that was part of our faith to believe that god used used us even in our journey that we were on to share hope with others and uh, and both of us followers of christ said oh absolutely now looking back on that moment was a moment when at least for myself i can't speak to my colleague but for myself it wasn't a place i was on fire for jesus i just knew christ and i knew what was possible when you believed in christ but as the conversation continued on i realized that that as we conversed she wasn't asking if we could tell her about Jesus. She was asking indirectly, mind you, if I truly had a fire for Christ in my heart. And looking back on that moment, I didn't. I just was kind of plateaued. And it was that moment when it began to, uh, I guess you could say, get the juices going on what would be possible for me in my life if I not only followed Christ but took it a step further became that preacher that God wanted me to be it would take some years before it really sunk in I'll admit but for me it was that defining moment it would happen again and again a few more times before I really stepped into it but I think that that's when the, the fire in me was kindled. This young lady, and I don't remember her name, I don't remember where she was going, but I think that was a moment that it truly took off. And I believe that was a moment that God blinded me with his grace to the path I was already on. And I think God does that to us so very often, yet, we find ourselves kind of in that place of struggle, that, that place of uh, reconciliation. Because here's what I think we want. We want to be blinded exactly like Saul was. We want this earth-shattering, uh, monumental, explosive event. And when we don't get it, we think we're not uh, able, we're not worthy enough, or we're not special enough for God to use. Because we don't have that earth-shattering experience that Saul or others have. That, that having a, a subtle moment isn't enough. But we all do. It's just sometimes hard to recognize. And so I want to encourage you to recognize that. Because here's the truth, friends. When it happens in our lives, We're not going to always see it. We're not always going to experience it. We're not always going to understand it. But I promise you this, it is occurring. Why? Because that is the promise that God has made to you. 
that no matter what you go through in life, no matter where you're at in life, God's grace is there. God's grace is happening. And it might be a sermon that you hear on a Sunday morning or, or, or some other day. It, it might be something that's happening right here on the front porch that, that you're experiencing and you don't even realize. Because it is God's way of getting us back on a streak, on a back, on a path that we didn't expect. You see, it might be a place where we're discontented with life and then God speaks to us. It might be a place where, where we're just disappointed with some things and so God grace shows up. Or it might be a confrontation that we experience. But the point is, and no matter what we go through in life, God's grace is showing up. And for a lot of us, it's a flat place. It's a place not of anger, or frustration, a deep valley, if you will, but it's that, it's that place in between. Open your heart. Know that God does this over and over again. And it may not be a moment like Saul, where Saul is blinded to his actions. But it is a place where God's grace will, and I promise you does, disrupt where you're at in life. Allow yourself the freedom. Allow yourself the permission to know that God's grace is in you. Because it will be life-changing. It will be. And so open your heart today the power, the grace that God shows. Because if you're able, friends, if you're truly, truly able, something wonderful is going to happen in your life. Will you pray with me? The Lord be with you. Loving Father, tonight here on this porch, I, I, I just give thanks to you. For it is in your love and grace that we are reminded we are filled with the abounding love that is your Son, Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, as we go forth from this day, as we go forth into the world, we may just go through the motions and not even realize it. We may go through life and wonder, have you forgotten about us? Do you really exist? Lord, allow us to see the grace. Allow us to see the hope that is you. Today, Lord, I pray for each and every one that hears my voice. I lift them into your mighty arms and ask that like Saul, they be blinded to the path they're on so that they may see the hope and the love and the grace in you the grace you have for them that wherever they are wherever that's going on that they will come out of it stronger than ever before healed greater than ever before and the new path they will be on is a path with you a path with your son Jesus well, I thank you almighty God for all of this gift but especially for the love, for the grace 
you give to us all. In the beautiful name of your Son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Brothers, sisters, I know that you're at a place of flatness. I know that you're at a place of struggle because you want to hear Jesus. You want to feel his love. For some of us, it happens with profound excitement and for others, a whisper. Yet in either case, in any moment, God's grace is there. Thank you for stopping by the front porch. I hope and pray for each of you that you hear the voice of Christ in your life, that you know how much you are loved. Until we come together again on this porch, may God bless and keep you. May the face of Christ be upon you. Good night from the front porch.